Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Leo Massachusetts, Heartland of America. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Reader, iHeartReader, or other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Ken with Sativa. Alright, um, so I've, I've gotten news and I've gotten wind of some plans in the state of Georgia, um, the, the peach tree state, I think. I know they're known for peaches and such, but um, in Georgia, you have conservative lawmakers that are trying and attempting to ban alternative cannabinoids. So, like, like, like we've been mentioning, Delta-8, um, HHC, uh, THCP, um, THCO, those things. And again, I, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it. Like, yes, I do consume it. I do know that you're using a bunch of solvents that we're going to find, we're probably going to find in a few years are not good for us. I know that through the chemical process, through the extraction process, they're using all sorts of chemicals. You know, it's not these sort of cannabinoids that, that are extracted that are necessarily dangerous. It's the chemicals they're using to get it. But despite that, despite the chemicals, like sometimes you can get a pretty nice and, and respectable sort of uh, high from it, um, allegedly. Um, I've had some pretty good... Again, I try not to do the whole THCO thing too much because, you know, acetated medicine tends to lead to pretty bad outcomes as we've seen with, with morphine, opioids, so on and so forth. So I don't, I'm not going to ever do that as much as the real thing, but it is, it is fun for a kick. It is fun to feel, to add these other cannabinoids to the entourage effect. And again, there, I use CHCV for, for allegedly for pro productivity at, at work, which, which I'm at right now. So... Um, so they're trying to do that and I'm going to read an article about it and I'm going to tell you how exactly I think it's going to go down I'll give it a hint I don't think, I don't think you should be as concerned as you think but let's, let's get to the article alright so this is from the Georgia Recorder written by Ross Williams Georgia lawmakers aim to take a bite out of retail sales of Delta-8 THC products statewide. This story was updated 2.30 p.m. Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. State lawmakers could soon consider a bill that experts say could prohibit the sale of Delta-8 THC, excuse me, now readily available at Georgia health food stores and other retailers. Delta-8 is a compound found in small amounts and sometimes of the hemp plant. It is similar to the Delta-9 compound, which produces the high marijuana users' experience. In 2018, Congress passed an agriculture bill that, among other changes, made it legal to grow hemp with concentrations of Delta-9 THC below 0.3%. Farmers. Farmers make your hemp, people. Farmers. People. Your salt of the people. And... And through like do, having through, through the various uh, guests we've interviewed over the years, um, and some of the people I know that I've talked to and that we interviewed that worked in hemp, you have a lot of salt of the earth people that do this, and they've been farming for like it's a family business. They've been farming for since forever, you know. And hemp just happens to be one of the crops in their portfolio. Do you know how many? Do you know how many farmers 
the Georgia legislature is going to have to sh shut down business for and how many how many farmers are going to lose their livelihoods and lose lose their dignity and lose their their businesses it's it's going to be a whole lot and it's it's likely a lot of their a lot of these republicans voter bases but let's continue The, but the bill did not specify any other form of THC, including Delta-8, which opened up a loophole for businesses to sell products containing Delta-8, even in states do not, that do not allow medical or recreational cannabis use. And the smart people, the smart and the right people of Georgia, they want the real thing. They do. They want the real thing like everyone else in, 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 in the union in these 50 states and territories. They want the real thing. They know they're not getting the real thing. They know that this is, this, this is, this is a, a great value version of it. You know? They they know what they're they know what they're missing they they, they know exactly what they're missing down south in Florida where they have a real program they they know that game's being ran on them you know shout out to all my Georgia listeners I appreciate so much of your support and loyalty over the years you y'all hold it down and throw it down like crazy but yeah I mean people know that they 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 want the real thing they know that this is not the real thing and this. This is going to have to do until we get it, or, or until our municipalities decriminalize. People want the real quantity, but they're not getting it. So there, a lot of people are. are this, this is the only way they're going to get some medical relief from the cannabis plant through this. Um. And again, people, the great people have gotten the people have gotten used to having this over the years. Like they're. Like, your average normie is going to lose their mind over it. They're going to be, what? 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 You're, you're banning you're banning my, my Delta 8 vape? You're banning my THCV vape? You're, you're banning my CBG? I take that during the day. You're banning my ability to have Delta 8 at night with my buddies? You're banning my ability to, to have Netflix and chill and do Delta... Like, even in these even these hemp hemp farm bill states without medical marijuana programs, this is used this is used as frequently as people who have recreational programs or medical. So again, you're t essentially taking farmers' livelihoods, which which are a lot of your voter base and a lot of your constituency. You're running game on your people by not ha letting them have medicine. That's one. That's two. And and think of all and and when people take Delta or when people take THCP. People get munchies. People get hungry. You go in with your buddies. You're high on the Delta Eight. Y'all, y'all, y'all Netflix just chilled out and got got went to the bar. Y'all are gonna be hungry as heck, and you're gonna eat food. Like I've done it. I've I've done it when I when I've gotten high with friends. People are gonna want to do that, and the you you shut down these Delta Eight stores. You shut down these head shops. The businesses around those head shops are also going to suffer too. You know, people are not going to be going to that local restaurant. People are not going to be getting takeout if you ban this. And and the lawmakers know all of this. They do. But let's, let's continue. Some people use Delta 8 recreationally. Or, no, I think I skipped something. All right. So, but the bill did not specify any other form of TAC, including Delta 8, which opened a loophole for businesses to sell products containing Delta 8, even in states that do not allow medical or recreational cannabis use. Today, products can be found in head shops, gas station, as dry leaves, vape cartridges, or cooked into food items. Again, that's based. I again, I even though I live in a recreational state, I don't always want to throw thirty. I don't always want to throw. 25 bucks plus tax or 30 bucks plus tax on an edible sometimes sometimes I go to my head shops and across the border and 
in in the granite state and just i just get a tco edible i can get that i can get a 100 milligram one for like 15 bucks at some of the head shops i go to so even you have a lot of people in, in legal states that still that, that like the entourage effect and still get cannabinoids from from the hemp producing states i'm, I'm one of those people you know i get my thcv i you know you know i have a lot of like there's a lot of companies and vendors I'm fond of that are, you know, in the southeast, particularly Tennessee and such. They they they, they throw down pretty well. Um, Tennessee, Kentucky. Let's 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 continue. I I, I definitely I definitely need to try some hemp from Georgia because I know like their 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 hemp acreage is getting up there. But yeah, let's continue. Some people use Delta 8 recreationally. Others say it helps them sleep or deal with mental issues like anxiety. Yeah, we are a very anxious and mentally wound up nation. So again, you're taking away people's cope. They're not going to take kindly to it. You can't make something legal and take it away from people. Forbes reported, Forbes reported this month that Delta 8 THC sales topped 2 billion the past two years as an alternative to traditional marijuana. You're not going to shut down 2 billion. It's messing with too many people's money in Georgia. You're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. This is a bluff. That's. I was so excited to talk about that that, that I, I couldn't hold it to the end of the article. But I have to tell you, that's a bluff. They're not going to do it. Here's why I believe it's not going to happen. This was tried in Texas two years ago when their legislature last met up. Because in Texas, their legislature is, is, is only really done every odd year. The lieutenant governor of Texas, Dan Patrick... And how, how things in Texas work, basically, is that, let's say, again, it's a Repub Republican House and Senate in, in Texas. Your, your lieutenant governor is the president of the Senate in Texas. Especially, I, I think if they have, like, the majority party, they're pre they, get, they, get, they get to be the, the leader of the Senate. So, if the House passes something... Um, the the lieutenant governor dan patrick can just tell the people in the senate to block it he could just say no i'm not allowing it and it does not get allowed as as tyrannical and as as, as much of a d-bag as, as as dan patrick is and as much as he had a hard-on for banning delta aid and these alt cannabinoids and these medicines for the citizens of texas at the Z, at the last at the twelfth hour thirteenth hour he had a the 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 prohibitionists in, in in the Texas legislature had to they had to bend the knee and during during these during during this time when they were trying to do the ban which I I followed two years ago and I, I covered it two years ago you had hemp farmers and you had you had hemp farmers you had cbd vendors delta 8 vendors you had them testifying 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 you had them taking time off work um having grandma babysit the kids you had them testifying after test testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony and what and what happened um they still wanted to ban it but they didn't at the last minute at the 12th hour it was pulled it didn't end up it didn't end up getting to governor abbott's desk but some of the other uh, some of the other things that were unfavorable to the people on the plant did pass, um, such as um, not not giving them real whole flower cannabis. They just they merely lifted the 0.3 percent uh, CBD oil to one percent. That was all they got. And 
I believe last year or a couple years ago, you had something like this happen in North Carolina. They're like, oh, we're going to ban it. We're going to ban it. And again, people were pissed and rightfully so. But North Carolina is one of the bigger producers of hemp in the country. They're going to be shutting down so many people's money. And like Georgia and like all these other states, you're going to be shutting, you're going to be messing with the, the you're going to be messing with the money of, 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 of Main Street, um, the Main Streets everywhere in the state. You're going to be draining the pockets because those restaurants are also getting foot traffic and visit and, and, and uh, patronage because people are, are, are getting munchies off Delta 8. It would have an entire chain reaction on that state's economy. And again, you're going to create blight overnight, too, by, by, by saying, oh, you got to shut everything down. So you shut down everything, you, you, you raid everything, you have a bunch of empty buildings. And again, that's not, that's, that's not good for a, a, a city, a municipality, a county, and a state. It, it isn't. They know that this is, going to, this is going to lose them more money than gain. But let's, let's, let's continue. Again, $2 billion. That's, I mean, we'd have to divide that by 50 states, but... People are not going to mess with millions upon millions of dollars. They're not. It's about the money, people. Some, okay, I already read that. The Food and Drug Administration warns that Delta-8 products are not evaluated for safety or effectiveness. Of course, of course, they want you on the big pharma plantation. I'm, and they want you on the big pharma colony. I'm black, I can say that. Y'all, y'all, y'all white folks can't. But they want to put you back on the colony. They want, they, want, they want King Charles to come back and run things again. Like Elizabeth was running things, you know. If you're from a co country that was a colony of England. They, oh, let's bring back King Charles. We need, to go, we need to go back to being part of the British. No. No, we're not doing that. We, we left pharmaceuticals for a reason, people. <laughs> oh, my God. East Cobb Republican Sen K. Kirkpatrick has filed a bill that could close the loophole in Georgia. The bulk of the bill has to do with measures of preventing sale of hemp products to minors, but also removes the reference of Delta 9 in the state code, which will treat all TAC-containing products the same. Again, so many things can happen, too, with, with hemp. Like, if a farmer cultivates it and they store it, I've heard stories that sometimes without the, the farmer doing anything, the THC percentage could, could, could go up in the plant. So even if they tested it and it was in compliance before, it could easily fall out of compliance through no fault of the farmer. Yet, they want to create a bunch of false positives and, 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 and jail a big chunk of their own constituency, a big chunk of the people that pay their bills. They want to just, they want to just sabotage the people paying their bills. They're not, they're not, they're, they know that they're going to, that they're going to, that the Republican legis legislature would lose, they would lose their power. They would never be able to get elected dog catcher if, if this got to Kemp's desk. So again, this is not going to pass, but if you live in Georgia, you still gotta be alert. You still gotta call your lawmakers and keep them honest, but I'm telling you, it's not gonna pass. This is a bluff. The intention of that is to broaden it to cover any product that has TAC concentration, Kirkpatrick said, so that Delta 8, Delta 10, Delta Omega, Delta whatever. Yes, this is a guy. This, this is probably a boomer. This is probably a boomer that has not done marijuana since the 60s, 70s, 80s, or maybe even 90s. These are some, some late Gen Xers. These are some late Gen Xers and boomers that have not done this in at least three decades. They don't even know what it is they're regulating. They, they, they only list off Delta 8, 
um, Delta 9, De Delta 10, and then Delta whatever. That tells you everything you need to know. For, for, for us Xennials and older, or even, even some Zillennials probably remember this, but remember in the 2000s when there was one guy called, um, there was one senator from Alaska named Ted Stevens who said that the internet was a series of tubes. When, when, we, when you had politicians wanting to regulate the internet in the 2000s, you had the same problem. You had people in their 60s and 70s that can barely even click, they can eat, barely even double-click Microsoft Word or Notepad. You're having them make regulations on internet. You're having people that have that have not done marijuana since since gas was under was under was under 150. You're having a you're having this regulated by people that have not done marijuana since gas was 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 was, was a, a bucko to a gallon. You're having them make them regulations. It's, it's such a joke, people. People that don't know what they're regulating, saying that we need to ban it. So that would be Delta A, Delta 10, Delta Omega, Delta whatever it is next year. So that all of those will come under the same testing and labeling requirements as Delta 9. Separately, the Supreme Court of Georgia heard arguments this month from attorneys in the case of Gwinnett County District Attorney Patsy Austin Gaston, Gaston might maybe how you say it, attempt to crack down on stores selling products. Quote, the problem is that it's a product, Greg Raduka executive director of Georgians for Responsible Drug Policy. Man has a lot to do with the creation of Delta 8 THC and CBD products, and nobody really knows what's in the bottle on the label. There's very little consumer protection because it's not FDA regulated. You know how many brands of, 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 of vitamins are on Amazon? There's so many. So many. And some of them are probably sketchy as heck. I've been buying vitamins. I've been buying supplements at least since, at least for my entire adult life. I've bought some, like, I, I, you can't even trust it as far as you can throw it. Yeah, we allow them to do it. But this, which has been a medicine and has been medicinal for so many decades, we're, we're clutching pearls on it. Again, you're listening to people that have not done marijuana since gas was, was under a buck or was, was 102 or 105 or 107. You're having them make, make, make decisions on this, and they don't even know what they're regulating. Man has a lot to do with the creation of Delta 8 and CBD products. Nobody really knows what they're getting or what's inside the bottle or on the label. There's very little consumer protection because it is not FDA regulated. And if it's FDA regulated, they're going to regulate it to debt and, and death and and make it so only these pharmaceutical companies are growing doing it and they're going to put all sorts of synthetic chemicals that don't even belong there. They're going to they're going to butcher it even worse than the people they are saying that are doing this quote unquote unregulated. And it's going to be very expensive. You know, so many things get FDA approved. Like my parents, they, they have to take blood pressure medicine. And I've been hearing in the news that there's a blood pressure medicine that causes cancer. So imagine your doctor saying you need to lower your blood pressure or, or whatever. And you take it. You, you, you assume your doctor has your best interest at heart and that they know the drug through and through and what it can do. They put it on you. You get it. You, instead of it just crushing your cholesterol, pro uh, your blood pressure problems, you find out you have cancer. Oh, but my blood pressure is good now. But then you go to a doctor and you find out you have cancer. <sighs> so many things get approved by the FDA that shouldn't. Remember the 80s when people were doing uppers? They, they approved uppers. You had people getting hooked on freaking speed to lose weight. So many things get FDA approved that shouldn't. <sighs> Give me a break. 
He still favors a bill that would prevent minors from getting their hands on the substances. The Georgia Prison Center reports 191 calls related to synthetic tastes since 2018, with 14 last year. Yeah, only 14. Whoop-dee-doo. Of those, 53 were in response to people 17 and younger, and 130 were for adults. Oh my god, like... Our, 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 our age, like, the Zoomers and Millennials are some of the, have consumed the least amount of drugs have, over the Boomers and Xers. Like, there, there are studies that tease, there are studies from Vox that, that prove this. Like, we're the most well-behaved generations. Like, when I was a kid growing up in the 90s, mad people were just smoking in high school. People, people were, you, they were smoking sections in high schools and junk. You know, you can, you could take breaks. You can drive and take breaks and, and such. Drive off campus, smoke cigars, and again, they're not going to bust you. But when I started getting into school, they got rid of that. And, um, you know, we had the truth campaign, you know, when I was in high school, you know. But the 90s were, there was just way, like, even though weed was not legal, there was, you smelled cigarettes way more often, one. Two, it seemed like people drink way more back then. And... Millennials, like, you're hearing us talking about, about dry January. Like, no. Like, like this this is nothing. This is a drop in the bucket. I, I, I bet in the heyday of the 90s, there was way more people being rushed to the hospital over alcohol or heroin than, than they ever were over, over weed. Like, they're, they're focusing on this where this is not a... Per Again, I don't, I don't, I don't prove pe people breaking the law and dosing children or dosing anyone that, that doesn't consent to it. But you're saying that we have to crack the whip on 17 cases of, 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 of where not a single person died. <sighs> so as a response to 53 people... 17 and younger and 130 w people were adults that that called in the center reported 2251 calls coded as THC during the same time with 801 last year of those 1238 were related to minors and 932 were related to adults that sounds like a parenting problem honestly the center knows that the numbers only reflect what was reported to them and it's not mandatory to report all poisonings kirk kirk Patrick said he believes her bill may not end recreational use in Georgia. Well, they might still be able to, and it is all about the doses. So you eat enough edibles, you're still going to be able to, but at least you know what's in it. I don't think we want our kids under 18. I put 18 the bill, but some people want it to be 21. I don't think we will want our teenagers walking into the stores and buying gummies and getting high without knowing what's in their product. Guess what? These... Guess what? When you when you when you when you're a business person and stuff, you have stake in your community, and with stake in your community, you have a lot of businesses that you know take the the, the mayors, the city council, they take the officials on dinners, or they they fund their reelection. Hemp, hemp throughout the country has gone too big of an industry that they bought off politicians at this point. I think at best you're going to at worst you're going to see with if this bill does get to Kemp's desk, they're gonna they're gonna roll back the rest of the crap they were talking about. And they're only going to really crack down more on, on minors. Like I, I think that that's what's going to happen during committee. I don't think we want our teenagers walking into stores and buying gummies and getting high without even knowing what's in the product. Valerie Valapena, executive director of Peachtree Normal. Now, 
National Organization of Reform Marijuana Laws begged to differ. Products with less than 0.3% THC will not get people high, she said. And she feels the bill's effect on the state's hemp industry. It's going to affect too many people. They're, 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 they're going to chicken out. I keep saying it. It's difficult to grow hemp plants with 0.3% THC because the amount a plant produces can change depending on growing conditions. Adding new requirements can make it even harder. Our farmers are already having a hard time meeting the legal definition. It's a lot of back work, she said. So, yeah, in theory, this would eliminate pretty much most of the products out there and would just impact some of the farmers that they wouldn't even want to grow. They would go to nearby states. Exactly. So they're basically pushing all the legal business to nearby states, more friendly states, and allowing the black market to take over. Exactly. Not only is cannabis available on the black market, but also guys online to creating THC out of legal CBD products, Val Depena said. People can do this in their own home, so it's not like you're going to prevent it. And all you're going to do is create an extra step, she said. And you're basically eliminating the business of people that would actually go out there and do these things legally and safely. Uh, here comes the cap. Georgia Sheriff's Association Executive Director Terry Norris said his association has not taken an official stance on the bill, but he guesses what the state sheriff he guesses that the state sheriffs would like it. Of course they would. There has been a lot of sheriffs that have talked to me over the past year or two about the stores selling stuff, and you've seen CBD stores jump up all over the place he said it is a very confusing proposition for the average street cop or even some of the investigators to know what's legal and what's not so i think there's a lot of clarity coming forth in this bill end quote two senate two democrats signed on the bill Min minority leader georgia butler and senator michael doc rett of marietta stone stone mountain democrat Democratic Kim Jackson said she supports the parts of the bill aimed at preventing minors getting their hands on THC, but strongly opposes the full ban. I strongly believe that what Kay is trying to do is around preventing minors from a product that they may not fully understand, and I think that's valuable and important that we do that. But for us to do that and therefore create a full ban on, for adults being able to access it as well, that's where I have a problem, and I hope that we can find a middle way that we can provide the protections that young people need while also allowing those products to stay on the market in our own state. In 2015, Georgia lawmakers approved a low THC form of oil for more than 20,000 patients suffering from a list of serious ailments, but today there's still no pathway for Georgians to get the medicine. Passing a law banning Delta 8 before helping those patients would not be a good look for the state. Exactly. And one more thing I want to add. Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, is getting a lot of transplants from blue states. A lot of the big tech is trying to move to the southeast. Like these state these state lawmakers know that. They're, they're signing off on these on, on, on these expansions. They're not gonna mess with the money. They're gonna mess with these with these industries wanting to come to the state. They're not gonna mess with, with, with the expanded tax bases they're getting by these transplants. They're not gonna they're not gonna mess with the money like that, I'm telling you. We know there, that there are people in our state who are suffering and that low THC oil can help ease their suffering. We need to do that and we need to do that with urgency. Prosecuting on Delta 8 should not be a priority for this body, end quote. To become law, a bill would need to pass through a committee where it could be amended and changed, then receive majority votes in both the Senate and the House and receive Governor Kemp's signature. Jackson says she's hoping the bill will stall before meeting those milestones. It's going to. I keep saying it. It's going to. This is a bluff. This is, this is red meat for the evangelicals. 
Quote, our governor said that he's not interested in fighting any culture war this year. And a, re a Redditor who, who's from Georgia said this. He also said that, that too. But yes, like from this quote, um, from this lawmaker, it, it reinforces the same thing. When he won re-election, he's like, I don't want to, I want to continue to inflame the culture war. So he's not going to sign this. He's not going to mess with the money. Governor Kemp. He's probably going to veto it if it got there. Our governor said that he was not interested in fighting any culture wars this year. And from where I stand, the banning of Delta 8 or, or any other Delta product is a culture war. Let's repeat that again. The banning of Delta 8 is a culture war. It is. I've been saying that. I've been saying that since last year. They're, they're, they're lumping it in. Oh, why are millennials and Zoomers having kids? It's, oh, it's the marijuana. It's the, it's the, it's, it's the homosexuality. It's all this. It's all that. Like you have you have boomers and boomer lights saying that all the time. You're having Ron DeSantis clutches pearls over all sorts of stuff. Like, like again, marijuana is a convenient scapegoat in the goat in the culture war, and it has been for decades. So that's all it is, man. Our governor said that he's not interested in fighting any culture wars this year, and from where I stand, the banning of Delta 8 or any other Delta product is a culture war that he would be engaging in. So my hope is that, he, so my hope would be that the leadership would say, "Let's not do this right now." End of article. Yeah, this is a bluff, people. I wouldn't. I, I would keep your lawmakers honest. I would keep Kemp honest, but I don't think. I think the only provision, if this does pass, that's going to pass is the thing protecting minors. They would lose far too much money, and they would lose far too much migration, and they really don't want to do that. And I don't believe they will. So, enough from me. Um, peace out, ciao, and stay Medicaid, my friends.